0: Welcome to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit.
1: Here is your host, Bill Faith. Hey, Short-Term Rental Pros, this is Bill Faith. I want to tell you about a secret weapon that I've been using for quite some time to build my email list. There's nothing that does it faster and also helps us relieve the dependence on the OTAs, the Airbnb and VRBO, then StayFi. If you've never heard of StayFi, it's just it's a platform that connects to your router to where when guests check in, not just the booking guests, but every guest, they log into it to access your Wi-Fi. Just like when you stay at a hotel or you'd walk into a coffee shop. It's super simple. There's no friction. But most importantly, this allows you to grow your email list by your occupancy rate and not just by the booker. So you can do it four times faster, six times faster, or in my case, 10 to 15 times faster. There is a reason that I do 41% direct bookings. It's because I use a platform like StayFi to build my email list so fast, and then I have my 200-day funnel to go in and actually bring them back to stay with me again and again. Impressive, right? So here's the bonus. No contracts needed. All you need to do is use my name, the code Bill, B-I-L-L, for an exclusive 50% off your first three months with StayFi. And this is not just about attracting new guests. It's about transforming one-time visitors into lifelong ambassadors and return guests. So check it out, StayFi. It's my secret weapon, and I want it to be yours as well. Look, to lock in your StayFi discount and start cultivating your engaged guest list, go to stayfi.com bill. That's stayfi.com bill. Yep, that's my name. And watch your booking soar. Hey, welcome back to STR Unfiltered. I'm Bill Faith, your host, founder of Build Short Term Rental Wealth, serial entrepreneur, and a failed golf professional. Today, I am really excited. It's actually the very first time I've ever had two guests on uh, at one time. So these are
2: my newfound friends, Christian and Rod. How are you guys today?
0: Hey, doing great.
2: We're good, man. Excited to be here, Bill. Uh, We have a mutual friend in common, Steve, that connected us.
3: And Steve uh, is a connector, a good man. Connection. I
2: mean, that guy is legit. He's insane. It's incredible. In fact, I, uh, I, I mentioned before we got on that I listened to one of your shows. I listened to a few of your shows, but one that I just listened to was with Sean Mike, who Steve connected me with like a couple of days ago. So, anyway, Steve's an amazing connector. And you've also got a killer pod with really cool guests. Well, so we're lucky God, to be Sean. here. Sean. He's legit, too. I mean, that's a good connection for
1: you guys. I mean, he's actually coming to speak at my SDR Wealth Conference in about a month. And awesome. if you think I'm intense, that dude's whole next level. Wait till you get on his Punch Me In The Face podcast. I mean, he's like drinking. He'll punch you in the face. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like the guys on, like, 10 five-hour energies every five minutes. I can't keep up with him. It's crazy. That's,
2: it's incredible. That's incredible. We're just trying to keep up with you, like, Eastern. Are, are you from the East, Bill? I live in Nashville. Oh, well, kind of. Well, Steve, though, and some of those guys, they're just like, again, they're super intense. So anyway, we're just trying to keep up. I'm pretty
1: intense, but Sean, Mike, he's like next level. And you talk about Steve. It's really interesting. You guys know Evan Carmichael? Yes, I know Evan. He's like the YouTube guy, right? He does everybody's YouTube channels. I just started working with him and literally I'm going through some of his stuff and it's Steve, 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 back <laughs> when he, when he had like 900 followers on YouTube and now he's got like 4 million and he's, Steve told me to do this. And Steve, I had a comment. I would record pretty wild. and give it to Steve. And then Steve would review. Steve is everywhere. I mean, he's wild, man. if you guys are listening, you don't know who we're talking about. I'm talking about Steve Carlos and Hank Norman from Two Market Media. They're the personal brand builders uh, for every single successful coach, entity, online, Grant Cardone. Working with them myself, you know, Evan Carmichael, all these guys, they're insane. So that's who we're talking about. And great people. That's Super the best thing, people. right? Super good so, people. I mean, that's how sure. Evan and Rod and I got connected was through Steve. He's a great connector because I think because he's a great person, you know, which is something that I love about him and I love about making new friends like you guys. So I want to make this about for you, sure. not about a Steve Carlos. That's all
2: right. <laughs> well, well Steve,
1: hopefully he'll pre- he'll appreciate it. Exactly. So I want to start with you, Christian. Christian, you're the founder and CEO of Money Insights. As I'm going through your bio and doing some research before you guys come on, you and Rod share what it looks like, at least from your one-sheeter and then from your website. You guys have a similar background to both being in financial, some type of financial services. So can you, and I'll let you start, kind of just what's the why before the why? Before you started Money Insights, what did you guys do beforehand?
2: Yeah, so I kind of have two whys, and then uh, I'll let Rod hit on his. But my, my kind of core why, the reason I got into the financial services business was really simple. When I was 19 years old, my dad died. He died from pancreatic cancer. My mom was then left to have to deal with stuff by herself. Sadly, she was taken advantage of by people she should have been, been able to trust and rely on to do good work for her, and she just didn't have a good experience, um, ended up losing a significant amount of money, Money that just, again, she couldn't afford to lose. So when I first started in the industry, it was more like, hey, how can I help my mom first? And then I, I kind of got my foot in, in the door, understanding, looking, and trying to, you know, unpack what had happened there. And then it just kind of spurred me on to, hey, maybe I can do this, but hopefully I'll do it right. I'll be really, really transparent with people. We'll make sure that it's education based and focused in that direction. And I think that was kind of really the instigator, the initiator that got me into the industry. And then just as time went on, I kind of have a different why. And the why here is why did we move from kind of traditional financial planning to the alternative investment space, which is where we primarily play today. And that's a really simple story, too. It just came from experience of working with people and over time finding that the vast majority of the most successful people that we were working with were business builders, were investors. They weren't your, in most situations, they weren't your typical, Hey, I'm just going to save as much money in my IRA and 401k as I can. Like, it's not that there weren't those types of people that were good savers and did well, but in terms of like really prolifically building wealth, it felt like it was a 10 to one ratio in terms of who was driving, um, you know, real wealth, who is creating real generational wealth. And of course, our goal was to work with those types of people. So we kind of made an emphasis or a a focus on focusing on the high income and investor space, and specifically doing it in the alternative market. And that's kind of the, I mean, that happened over a period of 15, I guess, years, I guess it was, let's see, 2014, that we started Money Insights. But so 10, 15 years before that, those kind of two events took place that got us to where we are today.
1: That's amazing. And for those of you listening at home, we will definitely unpack what alternative investing means as we get through the intros here. I can totally resonate with you, Christian. My mom, my mom was a divorcee when I was four and she grew up, I grew up as an only child with a single mother and I watched her get fleeced twice by marrying two guys that she should have never Uh. married. And then I had an entrusted person that I invested her money with. That I knew growing up in my mid to late twenties lost her money in the dot com boom. You know, I was in like Nextel and WorldCom. You know, from this mm. guy trusted from mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. country club, and then man, I, I got it again. I played golf with a guy every day that was running a thirty-two million dollar Ponzi scheme. He fleeced oh, have pro, myself, all of these different guys, and it's interesting mm-hmm. how those things happen. And that was one of the reasons of why I ended up taking care of my mother, and I only and I, I own seven stocks right now seven. That's it. I don't own Tesla. I don't own Facebook, any of that type of stuff. It's Berkshire Hathaway, a stock, because now that's, those two experiences have made me so conservative to where I invest into myself as opposed Mm -hmm. to the stock market. Stock market scares me. Um, because I think you have to trust other people, you know, unless you're one of those day traders or somebody, you know, to be able to do it. So mine kind of goes back to my
2: mom too. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. Thank you, man. Those are, those are hard learning experiences, but of course they're super valuable. If you, can come out the other side a little bit better. If you can, then you can use Dean Graziosi's saying and call him success tax.
1: If you Heck can't yeah. come out the other side, then I don't <laughs> think you want to use that term, right? No. Rod, what's your story, buddy?
0: Yeah. So, my kind of my why uh, comes from when I was in college, I read the book Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, and that put me on a different trajectory. And when I say that, I was obviously just getting started as it was, but I don't come from a background of. A lot of entrepreneurs and and this kind of thing like this. What I'm doing now is is different than what I grew up with because I grew up with the you know the traditional hey go to school, you know get get the degree, get a good job, and and just kind of work from there. And then when I read Rich Dad Poor Dad, it it just opened my eyes to this different world of basically what you just said, kind of taking things into your own hands, doing the things that that you can do to create your own destiny, and uh, that included. A goal of, of, you know, owning my own business. It included investing in real estate and other assets in this kind of alternative space, and so that put me on a path. I I finished my undergrad. I went and did an MBA so that I would know what I was doing, you know, when running a business. And then I jumped in, and and I had a, a rough initial experience. I, I bought a furniture business in 2007, which everything was going great until roughly fall of 2008, and then the kind of good news, bad news on that is that it was really clear fast that I should just leave it and walk away, kind of create something new. And that's when I jumped into initially just the, the like the health insurance space. And, and then Christian and I met, we, we started kind of doing things together, leading towards what we do now with Money Insights. And uh, so it was this, this kind of, you know, journey of stumbling, getting back up, learning, and just continually trying and making things happen to get to a place where, now we feel like we have a pretty, a pretty smooth engine running and, and we have, you know, cool places to go from here, but, but we're definitely in a different place now than we were 10, 15 years ago.
1: That's awesome. I can tell you the exact day and it was November 8th of the fourth quarter of 2008. That's when the big three showed up to testify in front of Congress. I mean, it was mm-hmm. after Lehman, after some of those collapses and that was the domino that just sent us everywhere. I'll never forget that. Cause I was like mm-hmm. the worst day. For me in the history yeah. of my life, I was under contract and opening up a brand new business, made like a $380,000 investment in Little Rock, Arkansas on December 2nd. And I was just fucked, you know, yeah. after that happened, yeah. I was expanding my limousine business into a, a new market. I'll never forget it. That was a rough couple of years. There's no question. Yep. So I want to kind of move forward and start to unpack Christian use, use the term, you know, alternative investments. So that's kind of what Money Insights is, right? Is you guys are doing some alternative investing and you kind of have a specific target of physicians, doctors, attorneys, high income earners. If, if Correct me if I'm wrong, but I kind of want to know what do you guys do today and what's your definition of alternative investing? Kind of tell me a little bit about Money Insights.
2: Yeah, okay, that's a good question. So we call ourselves the Alternative Wealth Building Firm for High Income Earners. And our focus, our focal point is really to help people understand and move into alternative investment strategies now the actual investments could be all of the things that you're typically like real estate is the most common thing but it could be anything in the private equity space rod here is going to give an example if we have time about an atm fund and how we utilize it or how we add an additional layer of profitability to any type of alternative investment so we primarily focus on helping people understand the strategies, and then we help people connect with the right people to to be able to grow and invest like you, Bill. So we have a book of business of, of life insurance cash values. We'll get into that in a second of somewhere in the $300 million range. And those people are looking for places to invest money, right? And so one of our roles is besides teaching them how to make their investments more effective, one of our roles is helping connect them with great opportunities to invest. So people like you, but again, the focal point at the starting is really how do we take the investing that people already love and that they're doing and just make it more effective. And when I mean more effective, I mean, how do we add actual layer of additional return to the investing that I'm always doing? And maybe Rod can touch on that in a minute.
0: Can you give me an example of that, Rod? Sure. Yeah. So when we connect with people who a lot of them maybe they've already seen the light. Like Christian said, they're, they've transitioned over from traditional into alternative and and they're investing in real estate, for example. And when uh, typically what what we'll do is is they'll build up an account, the money that are going to invest, I call it the opportunity fund, but they're usually just using a, a savings account or something, right? Money market, something like that, because the money's safe and it's, it's liquid. It's ready for when they're ready for their uh, investment. The problem is, is that it's just not doing anything for them while it's between deals, right? When you're building it up, and so what we've done is we've created this specialty, it's called the investment optimizer, where we're setting up a specialized life insurance policy that is gives you the same liquidity and the same safety, but it's also creating a level of growth in underneath it. So in other words, we're we're putting it in this opportunity fund where you can earn a consistent five plus percent net return that's tax free. And you're using that money to go out and invest in again, the real estate, your business, whatever it is. So In addition to the really cool returns we're creating out there in the alternative space, where else we also have this kind of foundational piece that's generating an additional five plus percent tax free.
2: And so, like, you can literally put any investment inside that. So, that's one of our foundational elements, just because once people understand this concept, it's like, okay, if I could generate, you know, over the life of an investment, potentially hundreds of thousands or even millions of dollars more just by running the running my cash through the life insurance p- policy rather than running it through my bank account it kind of becomes a no brainer and it's really easy but the cool thing is is that you can really use whatever you want str is a great example we can literally again improve the return just by running it through there it's, it's just a mathematical kind of concept that happens because of the value proposition that life insurance creates when it's properly structured and designed For cash value, not for death benefit. We're we're not going to get into a whole conversation on it, but that is a critical element. Like when we're using life insurance, it's got to be cash value heavy. It cannot be focused on death benefit. It just doesn't work in that way, right? So anyway, once we do that, though, instead of running it again through the bank account, I run it through there, and just by doing that, I'll create another, you know, about two to three percent in addition to the return that I'm already getting.
1: And correct me if I'm wrong, because that what you just said, a lot of the other entities that do what you do are really death benefit focused as opposed to cash benefit focused, right? And I think that's one of the things that makes you guys unique. That's why we don't use that other term, you know, just just like people that are used to being in, in long-term rentals, right? Long-term rent is, you know, the, what, what do you call it? Is it the universal insurance or something like that? You got yeah. universal insurance <laughs> and long-term rents. Now you've got the alternative wealth building and short-term rentals, right? So I think it kind of goes hand in hand. I guess the, the one question I would have, and I'm the guy that's had between 1.1 1. 1 to about 1.6 million sitting in a 4% money marketing account as my, in, yeah. that's my investment account. And I need that money yep. ready to go. And I'm I making get it 4% on that. What do I do with that with you guys? Yeah. It's, and those of you that are listening, it's I don't have really a fucking simple. idea. This is the first time we're talking <laughs> this about great. this. So
2: I don't know. This is a legitimate question. Live and in person, Bill, we're going through it. This is really easy though what we do is we create a life insurance policy that's designed to take cash into it right so let's just say through now now there's some rules that make it hard for us to just dump all of it in at once so we're gonna we're gonna usually do it over a period of three to five years but just in that example i might say okay bill what you want to do is take three or four hundred thousand dollars and dump it in each year for the next three or four years and then you're just transitioning that money to the policy where you're going to create a higher return than you're getting in your money market account. You're going to get um, some death benefit. You're going to get tax benefits. You're going to get asset protection. All of the kind of core investment benefits that we always talk about, that's all the, those are the benefits that are coming with that. So instead of running it through their bill, you just take it, borrow against your cash value, use that money to invest, and circle it back through. And guess what? By doing that, 20 years later, you'd look, at the, you'd look at the difference and you'd have an additional two or three million dollars. Now, we obviously play it out for people so they know exactly what to expect. But in a situation like that, it's just a way to create a couple million extra dollars for someone like you that's actively investing. But if you're, if you're an investor, you've got to keep cash on hand, right? Well, this is just a much better place to do it. That's kind of the simple way to, to explain it. Did I miss anything, Rod?
0: No, I mean, it's, I think that's, it's that simple. I mean, again, we get into details, we can help you see the movement, like you're putting it in the policy. And like Christian said, you're, you're loaning against it. And, And that's a really critical piece, because what that means is that the money you initially put into that account stays there and continues to grow. But what happens is the insurance company gives you the opportunity to take a loan. So the money that you've, that you're actually putting into the investment is this loaned money while your money stays there and continues to grow. So it's quite literally creating value in multiple places at the same time. For the same reason, we like leverage in other places. We're basically using a similar principle here. And so now you have the value in two places at the same time. And then we also create an additional arbitrage because as you go out, you you invest that money, it creates some sort of cash flow coming back. You flow that money back into the system. Technically speaking, you're paying down the loan. Strategically, you're replenishing the opportunity fund because you're going to go invest in something else again. So as you fl- flow that money back, yes, you're paying interest on that loan, but you pay simple interest on the loan while your bucket of money stayed there and continued to keep growing on a compounding basis. So we create this really cool arbitrage between paying simple interest while earning compounding interest, which again, helps at, uh, create this additional layer of profitability.
2: Okay. And this is super important. This is super important the money that we put in the policy is not the investment this is where people often get it wrong they're like well life insurance isn't a good investment well, no it's not it's a terrible investment right if you just stick your your money and think that you're going to get rich by putting your money in a in a regular old life insurance policy no matter how it's designed well you know 5 or 6% tax free isn't bad but it's certainly not going to make you wealthy that is not the investment the investment is the STRs that I go and get 20, 30, 40% on, right? Like that's where the investment opportunities, that's where the wealth is created. This is just a tool that we use to augment the wealth that we're creating with those other alternative based assets.
1: I think that's probably requires a mindset shift for a lot of people, especially if they're not like an entrepreneur like myself. If they're a high income C suite, you know, BP level, higher, whatever, making 300, 500, maybe even seven figures, and they're my age. We're taught to go down that much more conservative path, right? You know, I know, and that's what the reason for those of you who are listening at home, that's why I have these guys on. Because if you're listening to me and you follow me, we're looking for these alternative investments to so just keeping money in a bank, putting it in a in a Roth IRA, you know, not having access to it. So really what you're looking at is the optimization of that two, three, four percent, five percent maybe on top of leveraging that. So instead of me just keeping it at five percent or four, I'm getting four percent. And that's because I have a a wealth, you know, managed account at Pinnacle Financial to have a million dollars in cash in the the bank there. And I think I've got like 1.2 right now and it's only making 4%. So if I was to give you 400,000, right? And then can make another 3% on that 400,000, I go from 4% to 7%, correct? Then I can go and borrow against that 400,000 and I'm, I'm under contract right now and I'm gonna need probably 150K, so I could go borrow against that four hundred, pull out one hundred and fifty k to finance the purchase of this next short term rental.
2: Yeah, you got it. That is, to- that is exactly the principle. You're doing everything that you would typically do, running it through a different account, making more money with some additional benefits. By the way, like like I say, the the number one kind of core benefit is that we get more money, we create more return. But the fact that we're you know creating a death benefit, potentially a long term care benefit asset protection kind of built into it, the fact that the return is tax-free, like all of these kind of little benefits that go with it, they just create this kind of no-brainer situation. But you are absolutely right, Bill. It definitely takes a shift in mindset. And we typically, if we're being honest, like our typical client, the, the, when they, the point that they normally come to us is at the point where they're either having that shift in mindset or they've recently had it. And they're starting to say like, oh, you know, this is what I've typically been told. Max out 401k. And this is, we have a lot of physician clients who are W-2 earners that make seven figures. And they're, again, most of their money's going into 401k defined benefit plans, which isn't necessarily a bad place. There is a place for it. But what happens is they kind of get this mind shift, this mindset shift, and then they start getting interested in the alternative space. And then they come and they're like, hey, Bill's really cool. I love this SCR thing. They listen to Bill's podcast and they hear these guys that are talking about this investment optimizer concept. And they're like, huh, this is a little different. Like, but what we're suggesting is when, ma- when you're making that shift to the alternative space, like, this just ends up being one of those really easy kind of obvious no-brainer opportunities to take advantage of. That's awesome.
1: Am I missing anything <laughs> in this? Are there any cons?
2: Yes, there's one con and I'm a, we, I like to lay it out there. The biggest con and I always tell people this, like if this con didn't exist, then every single person that we met with would do it. Right. There's a cost for the policy on the front end. So when I put my cash in there the first year, I have a cost to it. Usually, And, and the majority of my cost comes right at the front. So if I put my let's just say I put in one hundred thousand dollars, I might have seventy five, eighty thousand dollars of cash in that first year. So I I have twenty to twenty five thousand dollars of what I would call maybe lost opportunity cost that I could have potentially been investing somewhere else or doing something different with, but because of the cost I took on upfront. But what we're suggesting is is that cost inclusive, the return on going will far surpass anything you're doing at banks, money markets, and things like that. But that really is it. And once people get over, like as long as it's you're a medium to long term investor it's really, you know, an easy decision. If you're, you know, not really sure if this is your thing, it might be a little bit harder to determine if I'm willing to take that initial cut in order to create the long-term extra value that we're creating. Right. That makes total sense. And I
1: assume hundred grand is probably the minimum just because of,
2: you have to be an (laughs) accredited investor, correct? That's pretty typical. Um, So let me delineate two sides. So we have most of our clients are high income earners and accredited investors. I would say 98% of them probably fit into that camp. And the reason is because so many of the investments that we help people connect to are require you to be accredited, right? Maybe they have minimums of 50,000 or 100,000 or something like that. And so it can be difficult to go in, you know, starting with 10 grand or something like that. But the reality is, is on the life insurance side, Our minimums are a little bit lower on the investment side. That's really where the accredited investor component comes in. I would say it certainly doesn't make sense to do this initially if you're not doing, you know, at least like twenty-five grand. I would say that's kind of a a starting point. A typical client that we see is right. I I think I did this actually just a few days ago. I think it's the average client puts in about one hundred and eighteen thousand dollars a year. That's kind of our typical gotcha. what you see.
1: What type of investments are, are somewhat typical? What could somebody expect? What do you, obviously you're investing into real estate. Anything sure. else?
0: Yeah, it, it, it literally could be anything. And, and, uh, the reason is because this money I mentioned earlier, sitting in that account that's acting as collateral against this loan, because it's justifying the loan, the, the insurance company isn't even asking you what you're gonna use the money for, or they're not dictating to you how you have to pay it back. So. You get to build it on your own terms, and so it literally could be anything. So, yes, we do see. I would say the vast majority of our clients are investing in in real estate in some form. So that that's an easy one. Um, but we see them investing in businesses, in mortgage notes. Christian mentioned that ATM fund a little bit ago. It could be you know a surgeon in their in the surgical center. It could be uh, equipment in their business. Anyway, literally, it could be anything, and and that's the beauty of it.
1: That flexibility is kind of cool because then you can leverage your own payback period based yes. on your performance, your underwriting, whatever deal you know that is. That's kind of nice. I didn't yeah. realize
0: that. Yeah, exactly. And so we, uh, again, in in the real estate space, we have a lot of people who invest for cash flow. You know, prevalently just to, hey, I need cash flow. Other people who are focused more on appreciation. Well, it works in both cases, right? I've used mine for precious metals and for like all kinds of different things. We, you know, people with crypto and. So again, really, it could be anything.
1: That's pretty cool, Christian. You've mentioned the ATM fund a couple of times. Can you elaborate on what that is? It's kind of in a rhythm. I'm I, since yeah. you mentioned probably twenty minutes. Ago, I'm trying to think what is. Yeah. it? what's the ATM? Do you okay, own four thousand well, ATMs around the country, or what is it?
2: Yeah, okay. So this is this one's interesting, Bill. But we have we have some connections, uh, and a lot of our a, a lot of our clients come from like really really good investment investor relationships, like people people like you. One of the people that we work with uses or uh, helps people invest in an ATM fund. And Rod put together a pro forma on the ATM fund to really kind of give a feel. So maybe I want to take a quick step back. Um, Bill would be or Bill, uh, Steve would be really upset with me if I didn't mention this because he helped us come up with our invest with benefits tagline, which is really what we've kind of decided are kind of our, our core like philosophy, our core benefits. So the idea behind the ATM fund is to utilize as many of those benefits as we possibly can: leverage, velocity, cash flow, asset protection, estate maximization, a missing one, tax optimization optimization. I'm trying to get them all. And, and so the focus here is how do we get all of those benefits working simultaneously? Well, okay, so back to the ATM fund, Rod put together a pro forma that basically plays out one example of utilizing the six core benefits. And actually playing those out in an investment situation. So, Rod, why don't yeah. you talk through it?
0: Yeah. So with the ATM fund, essentially what you're doing is, is you're uh, you're buying ATMs, they go out there, you're collecting on the fees that the people are paying as they take their money out of the out of the machine. And then there are also some advertising opportunities as well. So what it does is it creates a very predictable cash flow coming back to you for the next seven years, which that seven years is basically. Until the machine is depleted. So there's no asset to show on the back end. It, it's really a cash flow heavy uh, investment. And when you look at just the basic pro forma as a starting point, they're showing about a 16.5% IRR over the course of those seven years. Of the initial money you put in, they're in units of $104,000. I put that in, I create $2,000 a month of cash flow for those next seven years.
1: That's awesome. For those of you that don't know what IRR is, it's internal rate of return. It used to be that we had a dollar transaction fee back in the day at an ATM. I can tell you, it's funny that you bring this up because I just flew home from Montana and i in the Denver airport. I realized I had no cash. So I had to go to an ATM. I paid a $7 fee on 200 bucks. It wasn't 300 or 500 to be able to pull out, which I would have maxed it out for seven. No, they'll only let you do 200. (laughs) Exactly. It was 200 bucks and $20 bills. I couldn't even get C-notes. And it See, was So you bucks. could
2: be profiting from those seven bucks.
1: A hundred bucks. That's
0: right. That's right. Yeah. A hundred
1: bucks. I can turn yeah. seven into a hundred in about a week. That's all I need.
0: <laughs> so okay. So let's take that as the basic starting point, and then kind of what Christian's saying is with this invest with benefits philosophy, we've created cash flow, right? So that's one of the core benefits. There's this velocity feature to it because as that money is coming back to me, I'm going to turn around and invest it in other things, right? Maybe even back into the ATM and create a, a kind of laddered. Income coming off of it, and then because it is because of what it is, we can actually create some bonus depreciation on it as well. And so, turning that sixteen and a half percent return into a thirty point seven percent return because of the tax benefits coming back. So, almost doubling based on that. And I know you you preach tax, uh, and, and especially this this kind of cost segregation, bonus depreciation, and as it relates to real estate. Well. This is the type of asset we can we can create that with so
1: here's the problem rod that everything you just mentioned what i talk about with taxes is going away you know so the cost seg benefits were hundred percent in 22 then they were 80 percent in 23 then now as of yesterday they're 60 percent mm-hmm. so and you know section 179 is starting now to depreciate as well all of those things are problems so i look at what i'm thinking now because my brain just doesn't stop why why don't i give you guys 600k put it into that deal, let's optimize in the ATM. Then I can go buy a, a four or five, $600,000 plane, which I can accelerate the depreciation in 2023. Then I can take it to corporate flight management and start leasing that at $2,000 an hour generate about another 40000 to $70,000 a year in, in cash flow. So I think that, and I know that's the way you guys think. I'm not saying I'm going to go do that, but that's the initial yeah, thought like yeah. that as you're explaining this to me that pops into my yeah. head. I think that I, I've known some uni- universal banking guys over the years. I've never done it. And one of the things that's different is we're on this podcast that I see, for those of you listening at home, most of these guys, insurance is the deal. They're putting your money in the insurance. They're not connecting you with the ATM fund. They're not connecting you with people like me to help you invest on your own into real estate. They're not connecting you with all the connections that you guys have to maximize that return.
2: That's really your guys' value proposition, right? I think that's well said. I think that's a big part of it for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, And so an example of that is we talked about the investment optimizer earlier. Well, when you pair the investment optimizer with the ATM fund, again, taking it as an example, that 16.5% base IRR turns into 20.8. Wow. Or, or the 30.7 turns into 38 just by pairing so, the two together.
2: So that's crazy, right? Like, again, it's really simple because I'm doing all of the same things. I don't have to suddenly say, Bill, we've got to change. No, you're no longer going to go into short term rentals. I know that's your gig, but I want, if you work with me, we're going to go straight to the stock market. That's not how we work, right? We're literally helping people optimize the investments that they do now if you're somebody that's in that space where they're they're needing to get the connections and wanting to learn and be exposed to people we love that we'll help you accomplish all of those things but um i appreciate the observation bill you might have said what we're good at better than we could you know what somebody figuring
1: that out it's always your best salesperson, right
2: heck yeah, <laughs> heck yeah.
1: <laughs> and i i i feel the investing with benefits and Steve Carlos, I feel the, what is it? The investing optimizer and Steve <laughs> Carlos, you know, he created 10 X, he created five, four, he three, does those things, man. he created super properties for me and that, the, the guys a freaking genius. So yeah, that, it's awesome, awesome to have that connection. I really appreciate you guys coming on the podcast. For those of you that are listening, moneyinsightsgroup.com moneyinsightsgroup.com uh, is where you can find Rod, and Christian, learn everything you want about what they're doing. I'm on their website right now. To be perfectly honest with those of you that are listening, I want you to understand just how authentic I am. I had one introduction call with Rod and Christian prior to this through our mutual friend, Steve Carlos. I did my own research. I wanted them to come on the podcast because I, what I'm what's pretty easy for me to vet out is bullshit and who's legit. And they're legit. And I'm going to become a client probably as soon as we get off here. I'm going to literally go on their website. I'm going to sign up, invest some money. And I love the, the authenticity. I know that the lengthy relationship that you guys have had with Steve makes you legitimate. And I appreciate you guys sharing and being honest. Most people, kind of the bullshit test for me is when I ask you about the cons. Oh, all there different. are no cons. Just invest with us. You know what I mean? And that's the stuff that we get all the time. From the Ferrari guys and the mansion guys and all this stuff on social media. So I'm happy to call you guys newfound friends. I'm gonna become a client. And you know, I really appreciate you guys being here. Is there anything that we missed before we uh, before we exit here today?
2: Bill, I'll give I'll give your your audience a quick call to action. So if you go to investwithbenefits.com, again, investwithbenefits.com. I had to get the website recently. If we're if we're gonna use the tagline, we had to get the website. So InvestWithBenefits.com. You can go there, and we'll give you just free access to the virtual summit that we did in two two thousand twenty three. It featured a bunch of really cool people that you would know: Sharon Lecter, uh, Tom Wilwright, uh, a bunch of other Adam Adam Carroll, a bunch of people that you would know that were really awesome. So InvestWithBenefits.com. Sign up. We'll give you free access to that. Bill, your stuff is awesome. I'm really excited to have you come on our our show here in a couple of weeks, too. Um, it's been really fun hanging out, man. So thanks again. I'm excited
1: about that as well. Thank you guys. I appreciate our, our newfound relationship and I look forward to doing that for you guys. Thank you, Rod. Thank you, Christian. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening out there. You know, this has been a great episode. Actually, I might, this might be the longest podcast that I've ever done on <laughs> str unfiltered. I appreciate you guys listening. If you found any amount of value, just like one nugget, which hopefully you did. And if you didn't, you're probably listening to the wrong podcast because these guys fucking crushed it. Take five seconds and just leave a review wherever you're listening to the podcast and make sure to be ready for the next episode of STR Unfiltered. Thanks, Rod. Thanks, Christian. We'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great day.
3: The STR Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by Market My STR, the ultimate all-in-one marketing platform for short-term rental hosts. Are you tired of juggling multiple marketing tools? Say goodbye to the hassle and make your life as a host a breeze with Market My STR. Boost your booking rates and increase your revenue in no time with our powerful features. Our platform streamlines your marketing efforts so you can focus on what you do best, providing unforgettable guest experiences. Whether you're a newcomer or a seasoned host, Markham ISTR has got you covered. Stay connected with your guests using our comprehensive set of communication tools. From custom landing pages to text messages, email marketing, and social media integration, we provide all the tools you need to elevate your short-term rental business. Streamline your operations, enhance your guest experience today. Don't settle for less so we can have it all. Make the switch to MarketMySTR's all-in-one marketing platform and watch your business soar. Visit MarketMySTR.com today to sign up for your free trial. That's MarketMySTR.com. Elevate your short-term rental business with MarketMySTR.
0: Thank you for listening to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit.